0: oh my god okay it's happening you said that i'd be conducting the interview one everybody time. stay calm i'm here so
1: i won't get found i'm
0: gonna take my talents
1: the best sports podcast on 27th street with your host little Pablo from 27th hey that's me this is the podcast Oh my goodness, when you hear that sound, it is good to be back, folks. I have been out of commission since November, I think. And I'm going to tell you once again, it's good to be back. Welcome to the podcast. I think we're at episode 8, fingers crossed. I think that's what what we're talking about today. Got a great guest. Also, the first in-studio guest today, too, folks. Exciting episode. Lots happened. We passed, like, three holidays, too. Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. So, happy Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's to all of you right now. Um, But without further ado, the man that we have here... In the in-studio guest. All the way down, he's also, by the way, he's played college baseball, was a first baseman, so we got a little bit of that connection right there. We also work together at WEEK. You can see him reporting on the hardest of all news stories. Great storyteller. Great friend of mine as well. He is all the way from down in Kokomo, Indiana. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Beachy. What is up, man?
0: Oh, man, Pablo, what an, what an intro. It is an honor to be here tonight. It is an honor to do this podcast with you. I can't wait to get into some of this stuff. We got a lot going on. And, and you know, this is, this is my first podcast, but I always have a lot to say. So we'll see. We'll see where we go.
1: So I do want to say this is exactly how the conversation went. Kyle just asked me out of the blue at work one day. He's like, "Pablo, when are you gonna start doing the podcast again?" And I'm like, "I I think I've, I want to try to kick it back up, and in the next couple of weeks." So I'm like, "You want to be on the show?" And he's like. Yeah, sure. I think yeah. Isn't that how it went? That's exactly how it went. I I just <laughs> you know I had seen
0: uh, some some of your podcasts. I actually listened listened to a couple this week just to get a get a feel for everything. And uh, I just said, hey, what, when's the next one coming out? And
1: and here we are. So to all the young bucks out there, even though Kyle's older than me, not giving Kyle advice, but just more so to the young buck listeners out there, just go ahead, go and ask. What's the worst thing that's gonna happen? And then boom, opportunities right there. So all right. Well, again, I've been I've been a little bit out of it since November, but a couple quick things that I just want to mention that's happened. Patriots won the Super Bowl. I don't think anyone's really thrilled necessarily about that. No, Kyle?
0: Absolutely not. I mean, I've I've been a Colts fan almost my entire life. I was a huge Cowboys fan until, you know, Troy Aikman got seventeen concussions and, and left the league. Emmett Smith was gone, you know. Peyton Manning came to Indianapolis. Then I became a Colts fan, and I cannot stand the New England Patriots. They're I would think good. so. Being
1: a Colts fan, that makes sense. That, that just makes sense right there. Yeah, lots of, lots of
0: great games back in the day, but uh, unfortunately, as a Colts fan, on the on
1: the short end of the stick on most of those. All right. Well, uh, other things that have happened, too, in the NBA. Trade deadlines, big-time news, especially with Anthony Davis. I'm sure a lot of you are familiar. He is... Still on the New Orleans Pelicans, but with all that trade deadline passing, Boston does have an opportunity after the end of this season to make a run in Anthony Davis. I think um, from there, we just basically saw the Lakers eventually try to outbid themselves. Magic Johnson pulled himself out of the trade negotiations. I mean, he wanted to deal so many different people. He wanted to, to put Kuzma, Ball, Ingram two draft picks, uh, possibly Rondo, Stevenson, all those guys throughout that mix. And it, it was just appalling – or not appalling, excuse me. Um, it was um, it was shocking to just kind of see how many guys he was willing to throw in. Granted, it's Anthony Davis. Yes, he's one of the best players in the league. Um, but if you're willing to throw your guys out there with that, I don't know what that kind of says about loyalty.
0: I mean, he was throwing everything and the kitchen sink. From what we know, but, throwing the house, honestly, yeah, he was throwing everything at him. But I'm, I'm kind of skeptical here. I'm, I'm kind of thinking that that New Orleans, uh, they, they leaked some information. They tried to play their cards a little bit on this one, and uh, and and word got out that hey, you know, how are we finding out what all these deals are that that the Lakers are offering? And Magic was like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And you know what? I don't, I don't blame him. I don't blame him, but, you know, I don't blame New Orleans for trying to trying to play their cards and get every little penny that they can get out of uh, a guy that apparently doesn't want to be
1: down south in New Orleans. This is kind of more of a question that's, like, speculating from it, but, I mean, Kyle, what do you think, like, the locker room is like? especially These are young players. This is a team, especially with the addition of LeBron James. Everybody kind of saw... These guys, um, they wanted LeBron to mentor them, grow and eventually become a potentially big championship team. I don't know. I think it's kind of weird at this point. Um, I
0: I think we've seen some things this year in the past year or two in basketball that we have never seen before. And it just take I, I have a picture in my mind. I keep going back to when the Lakers were in Indianapolis last week or the week before and the Pacers beat him by over 40 points. LeBron's worst loss in his entire career. Shout out Indiana Pacers right there. Uh, Vic's, Vic's out for the season. They're going nowhere in the playoffs, but they, they put it on LeBron. And LeBron was sitting on the far end of the bench, at least three or four seats, empty seats, away from anybody else on the bench. And I just have that picture in my mind. And, and you know, I don't know where they go from here, but it cannot be fun playing basketball. For the Los Angeles Lakers, right now,
1: it's definitely going to be some weird tension, for sure. Um, that's that's what I could say. Well, other updates too, since um, since I've been, you know, just kind of moving back and forth. Of course, transitioning into the new job uh, with uh, twenty five over in the NBC in Peoria, Illinois, just working in sports. Going through a lot of different things right now. We are actually in basketball playoffs for the high schools. Uh, college basketball is in its final or uh, near near its final lap with trans or with the. Uh, Words with tournament play coming up. Uh, March Madness is right around the corner too. Looking forward for that. But in more professional news, uh, some more football as well. The elite quarterback is moving on. Kyle, e- elite, elite <laughs> is still, it is still yet to be
0: determined. But you know what? He is a Super Bowl MVP, and Joe Flacco is now the quarterback for the Denver Broncos. And I think this is. Uh, I would say a match made in heaven but I don't I don't see these guys going anywhere either way but for the Broncos I think this is definitely an upgrade and for Joe Flacco I think it's a good situation for him too cuz he wasn't getting anywhere near the field uh with the way Lamar Jackson played this year in his rookie season so I think it's a win-win for both teams we'll see what happens with uh with Case Keenum just he just signed that that contract in Denver but I I would imagine they'll cut him and uh pay him pay him his due and and let him
1: go but no, but Case Keatum, the the quarterback behind the Minneapolis Miracle, somebody had to throw that pass. Somebody had to throw the pass, and
0: you know what? If that pass wasn't thrown in in that precise location, we may never know. Stephon Diggs may have been tackled at that point. But uh, really, really
1: tough breaks for the New Orleans Saints the past two years in the playoffs. That's for sure. That that was a wonderful transition because I was just about to say <laughs> when we were talking about tackles, we talk about Akeem Talib. I think who was was he the cornerback or who was it? I see. Well, none of this is just testing my sports knowledge, but anyway, the the Rams tackle right there. I uh, that was not a pass interference call, according it, to whatever it was. But it was uh, not a keep to leave. I can't. I can't remember the guy's name. Oh, but see, there we go. You know, there goes my credibility. <laughs>
0: it's I. I don't have any credibility here either. I can't. I can't remember what his name was. All I know is that it was an egregious penalty, and. I I feel bad for Saints fans, but at the same time, they beat they beat Peyton in the 2009 Super Bowls. They they kicked it on sides to open the second half, and they get what they deserve. So I don't feel bad for them. If it was any other team, I might feel bad for them.
1: you. You have like this really serious face, like as if I accused you of something. Like folks, I know this is all audio, but Kyle just gave me the like most straight faced look. And he's trying to intimidate me. I think he's trying to start a fight here. But that's not happening. I'm Pablo, I'm a lover,
0: not a fighter. But every once in a while I get this when I when I'm talking about one of my teams losing, it just it just hits home and I get this uh I get this look and this attitude about me and, and for that I apologize.
1: It was Nikel Robbie Coleman, that's who it was. That's ah right. so we were so while I was wrong for sure. It wasn't a keep to leave. Well, you know they it tested it out in Madden, too, just to see if there was a pass interference. Lo and behold, the video game called it. Video video game
0: technology. That's, uh, that's much more advanced than what we're working with in the NFL
1: at this moment, though, right? I, mean, I think so. Apparently. I don't know. Well, speaking of more NFL talk as well, um, we have finally gotten an answer. We've been waiting since the Heisman Trophy presentation um, and possibly the college football playoff. Kyler Murray is now going to stay a hundred percent with the n f l He released a statement earlier this week saying that he is a hundred percent committed to focusing on football being the quarterback has always been his lifelong dream, and now he wants to keep moving this forward uh Kyle, you know thoughts on the situation here
0: i think uh i I think this is what I thought he would do. I think this is the the smart thing to do um especially for for a kid that's you know his age. He's he's gonna go into the NFL. He's gonna be a first first round draft pick projected. You know, we don't know where he's gonna go, but I you would imagine he's gonna go in the first. And he's he's gonna play NFL football right away. He may not start his first year, but you know what? He's gonna be on an NFL team. He goes and plays baseball, he's he's gonna be stuck in the minor leagues for two plus years and you know, two two years. About two years is what you're looking at for uh for a big time guy coming through the minor leagues. Playing minor league baseball is not glamorous. It's not a glamorous thing. You're, you're riding buses everywhere. Why would you want to do that when you can go join an NFL team and be, a, be potentially the, the starting quarterback? I mean, I think that's a no-brainer as far as dollars and cents go. Maybe, maybe he would make about the same in the first couple of years, but I think he made the right decision. From there, I don't know.
1: From there, we'll see. So here's the thing too is that the A's. Uh, so I'm reading this right now. The A's gave him four point six six million dollars in a signing bonus last year, and then they would let him play one more season at Oklahoma. Uh, now, of course, you know you're in a different sense here. I'm not sure. It all depends, of course. You know where you get drafted at, and um, he's he's definitely gonna be a first rounder. He's definitely gonna be a first rounder. Uh, from there, wherever it takes. Oh, okay. If he's a first round pick, he's looking at a minimum of four-year, $10 million deal with a $5 million, $5 million signing bonus up front based on what his potential slots are going to be. If he's a top 10 pick, $17 million, $11 million signing bonus. So you're thinking you're if you're a top 10 pick, you're basically making 28 right there, if, assuming you sign that deal, which I'm sure you will if you're a top 10 in the oh, NFL yeah. draft.
0: Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. And, uh, you know, a lot of people look at this and they say, the big name that comes to my mind, growing up a Notre Dame fan, Jeff Samarja. He was nearly an All American as a wide receiver at Notre Dame. He decided, you know what? I'm going to go play baseball. His, he can have a longer career. He can play the game longer. He has a longer time to earn more money. In this case, I don't think it's I don't think it's quite like that because quarterbacks last forever. Tom Brady's what forty forty nine fifty five something like that. He's 60. Just like grandpa time. He's, he's way up there, but uh, father time. I th- I think Kyler Murray if he if he can if he can light it up like he did at Oklahoma then I don't see any reason why uh, this wasn't absolutely the right decision for him. Oh my goodness.
1: Well we'll see we'll see how the career pans out. I mean I think he was explosive. We saw it too in you know a couple of the comebacks that he made um, last year or in the college football season too. He was a fun guy to watch. There's no doubt about that. So. Uh, I, I don't think necessarily this is a bad decision For me, I guess baseball is always my first love So that's where I'm going to defend it But I also understand too That you know, it's, it's a different type of grind Both of, both of these games Are two different grinds uh, From the professional scale uh, or, or making it to a high level On the professional scale So
0: Absolutely, you know what? I would love, love, love to see him do both We haven't seen, we haven't seen Bo Jackson Or Deion Sanders in, in a long time I would love to watch him throw the, throw the football on a Sunday in the NFL, make the playoffs, play in an NFL playoff game, maybe even a Super Bowl someday, who knows, and then turn around a couple months later, head out to spring training with the boys, go out there on opening day and play center field for the A's or the Rangers
1: or the Yankees or whoever it is. I think that would be pretty cool personally. It would be nice. That would be something. Just thinking about that too. A multi-sport athlete, though, um, it—I just feel like in today's game, it or games, I guess, it's somewhat concerning just because of the potential liability and and teams just trying to hold on to their valuable assets. That's a tough thing, I think, today. As much as as exciting as it would be, as cool as it would be to get to see this multi-sport athlete, because you said watching Bo, watching Dion. Granted, I've never actually got to witness that. Uh, with that being said, but just the idea of it is just something that's so cool. Um, but again, personally, I just think now teams are just going to feel like that's too much of a liability today.
0: It, it definitely is, when you, especially when you look at these contracts of these guys. Patrick Mahomes was out there playing basketball. I don't know if you saw the, the highlights of him balling it up last week. And then the Chiefs came out and said, hey, look, you can't be doing that look at this laundry list of things that you can't do during the offseason but I think if if there's a guy like that that's going to play both sports then then the ownership the the GMs on both sides are going to say look we want you bad enough we're going to make a little bit of a concession here especially if he can go out and perform his first couple years so I still think there's a chance but at the same time you know if if he doesn't come out and win win rookie of the year or win the starting job right away and he wants to go play baseball then they're either going to say no, you can't look at your contract, or they're going to say okay, well, we're going to tear up your contract,
1: go play baseball because you haven't played very well. So yeah, it'd still be cool though. Yeah, well, I I don't disagree with that. How cool it would be for sure. Well, Kyle, speaking of uh, baseball and everything, I wanted to kind of transition out of it. Pitchers and catchers are reporting. That's great. The 2020 world series champion chicago white Sox uh slowly starting to to get in pitchers and catchers reporter for them today Campbellback ranch so i'm excited for that i'm excited it's it's an exciting time of year for sure um
0: you know my very first i didn't i didn't tell you this before this here we go my very first i don't think i told you this but maybe i did my very first major league baseball game was a White Sox game. There we go. Yes. It was, it All was, right. It was a White Sox game on the south side. They were playing against the Seattle Mariners. A freshly called up Alex Rodriguez <laughs> and Ken Griffey Jr. on that Mariners team. That's a squad. White Sox beat them, though. The White Sox beat them that day. And I've been in love with baseball ever since. Pitchers and catchers reporting it's one of the greatest times of the year. Baseball is right around the corner. Uh, I just I just wish that the, the weather here was... Mimicking that of down in down at Goodyear, Arizona, where the the Cincinnati Reds play their spring training ball. Well, that's, that's right. My squad.
1: That's right. So you're a That's right. You're a Cincinnati Reds guy, and that was a huge, huge move that they pulled off in the offseason. I mean, you you add Yasiel Puig, you've got Matt Kemp, and I, was Alex Wood part of that trade too?
0: Alex Wood was part of that trade, He's and good. then they He's then they solid. went and uh, went and got, got Sonny Gray as well. Ooh, so Sonny G. He he hasn't had. He hasn't had the seasons that the Yankees expected him to have, but he he's shown in the past that he can. Uh, he's a ground ball pitcher. He's going to throw the. He's going to throw the changeup. He's going to throw the splitter. He's going to keep that thing in Great American Ballpark where the ball just flies out. So,
1: I'm I'm uh, you know I'm optimistic. There we go. Well, you know, there's there's a lot of change going on in the National League Central too. You know, not only from the moves for the Reds, but you've also got that big, big Cardinals move too, with Paul Goldschmidt. That is a huge staple in the middle of the lineup. Meanwhile, the Chicago Cubs are they're not coasting, but they're just kind of, they've kind of kept the same or I forgot who they even signed exactly, I guess, at that point. Right. He right. an infielder and uh, all due respect to I'm sure he's going to add great great depth to the team but at that point too um you know it's just like you haven't seen those big moves from the Chicago Cubs right now
0: No you haven't and uh, and a couple of their big moves from last year didn't didn't necessarily pay off you Darvish didn't have a good year when he was healthy and I mean guys that they have come to rely on in stalwarts in their lineup Kyle Schwarber uh anthony rizzo had a pretty good year but chris bryant had a down year those guys have got to play uh more more like they played back in 15 and 16 or you know what this cubs team could finish near the bottom of the central i i i've always liked the cubs i hate to say it but (laughs) if if they don't get their pitching together and they can't perform then then there's some teams the brewers came out of as far as i'm concerned came out of nowhere last year to surprise everybody cardinals made a move goldschmidt he's he's like poo holes in that lineup he's 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 the rock uh and then and then the reds you know i'd like to be optimistic and say that they're going to play well this year they're going to they're going to hit a lot of home runs they're going to hit the ball around a little bit um so you never know what's going to happen in the central and and the pirates always kind of sneak around so we'll see
1: We'll see how it goes. We'll see. I was looking at like this projection too. Oh, we didn't even talk about the Brewers, of course. The, right? The reigning they, they Central kinda just, champions. They kind of just slide under
0: the radar, and they come out of nowhere, and all of a sudden, it's like September sixteenth, and and you're looking at the standing, and it's and it's like what the the Brewers are right there. It's mm-hmm. it's a weird weird time to be alive in the Central.
1: Crazy, crazy. Well, the other thing too about how you know the off season is gone, free agency signings or lack thereof. Kyle, I want to break some news to you too. We we got we've got some breaking news from what I read today, so I'm gonna play some quick dramatic music for you right there. This isn't law and order SVU, gotta, but. Gotta love it. Gotta <laughs> love it. So we finally have a breakthrough with a free agent signing. And that is CFL team Canadian Football League Toronto Argos signing Poop Johnson. Poop Man. Johnson. They
0: they won the they won the poop stakes. There we they go. got <laughs> it. They unbelievable. I can't I can't believe he he found a spot in the CFL with the uh with the Argonauts. That's, you know, good for him.
1: There we go. Well, so the re- so just to kind of give some background on it, his name is not actually Poop. It is uh I think it's Corey Johnson. Corey Johnson is his actual name. But here's the origin of the story. This is uh he used to play uh, he's a former former lineman at the University of Kentucky, and this soundbite basically gave him his uh, claim to fame right there from Poop Johnson.
0: Morning to Corey Johnson, the junior college defensive tackle says his weight is quote flexible.
1: I'll be 290. Next thing you know, I'll be 300. Next day, I'll be 280. So I don't even my weight's flexible. It goes it goes on its own. So if you have like two steaks and two extra meals, you go on, you put on 10 pounds. I mean, I mean, I guess, I guess, because I poop so much, so I'll, and I try to, I try to poop like five times a day, three times a day, so it's hard to keep weight when you got so much going out. I'm not sure I have a follow-up question to
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, oh, folks.
1: There's the story of Poop Johnson of the of the now Toronto Argos. I, I mean. And then this this article that I found on the Bleacher Report, on top of just announcing the Poop Johnson signing, uh, there are a bunch of puns that also you had, Kyle. Uh, here's crappy news for the other teams that wanted him. <laughs> one gap clogger stout up the middle. Oh god, that's that's a good one too. That's uh, good. The old afternoon, the old Wednesday afternoon news dump. That's a good one, number two signing of the off season. <laughs> I don't know why, but that one gets me. Uh, here we go, poop emoji. <coughs> about to get real. I think we, I think we can kind of figure out where that one's going with that. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, this is a great one. If they get rid of him, will they call it a salary dump? It depends on
0: how much he's getting paid, honestly. That's true. But I, I. I'd call it a salary dump just uh, just because of the name for sure.
1: So there we go. Well, that is, that is our free agency. Um, that's our free agency update right there for the CFL. In terms of going back to baseball, Manny Machado and Bryce Harper are still
0: unsigned. Still unsigned. Uh, pitchers and catchers reporting. I don't know if this is, you know, I don't, I don't know that we've seen something like this in baseball before. Um, I can't remember a guy that either either held out on a contract and didn't report to spring training, or or just was a free agent and didn't sign anywhere until late. It's probably happened. I have a bad memory, but but to me, this seems unprecedented.
1: We saw something similar to it last off season uh, with JD Martinez with Jake Arietta Excuse me with. All of those names, they didn't get signed until later. Actually, right at about this time, that's when they started coming on. And it, it was a weird point. And now there's kind of some speculation if, you know, the, the owners are colluding. They don't want to give into these big price points. I mean, we look at these two guys. I mean, I've never really seen a free agency pool, especially with Manny Machado and Bryce Harper in the same year. These are two prime talents. These are guys who are who haven't even really hit their prime ages yet. Yep. They're, they're really just starting to bust through the ceiling now. They're,
0: they're right in they're entering their prime years and you know what? They're trying to get paid for it and for that I don't blame them. I don't blame them one bit and you mentioned something about the owners colluding on this and you know I could, I could definitely see that you don't want to go pay a guy you know, ten million dollars more than the next best guy at his position—that that just seems a little uh, ridiculous. But at the same time, the the game changes, and people get paid more money. I remember when Alex Rodriguez signed ten ten years, two hundred fifty two million dollars, and something. and at that time, that was just the most unrealistic thing that I had ever heard of. But now, guys are getting paid. More than that, and mm-hmm. as far as who's going to pay him, I don't know.
1: Yep, a lot of different teams. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Manny Machado is here on the south side. As I'm proudly wearing my White Sox hat right now, that would be sweet. That's all I have to say. So I'm going to call it right here. This is, take my word for it. Here, seven years. I'm going to go two sixty two. Seven years, $262 million. Why at $262? i am just throwing out that number, in all honesty.
0: Whatever feels right.
1: Exactly. That's what I'm going to go. So I said seven <coughs> years. Let me, let me do this math right here because I can't do that in my head. 252 out of seven. So you're getting paid $36 million a year. That is what I would offer to Manny Machado, in all honesty.
0: I mean, I don't know what I would offer to Manny Machado, but I know I would offer Bryce Harper every bit of that.
1: Say say he signs with the Reds. What what are you gonna do, Machado or
0: Harper? Either one. What, Either one. Oh, how would you feel? I mean, I'd go. I'd go out and buy a new Reds hat tomorrow. There That's what I would do. I would be. we yeah, did
1: that when he was traded. He bought a Reds hat. There right you away. go. I
0: would be proud to wear that that red and that C on my hat. And I haven't been proud to wear that since uh, since twenty
1: twelve. Let's think about that. Yeah.
0: 2012 2012 the Reds had the best record in the National League. They went out to they went out to San Francisco, won two games in San Francisco, came back to Cincinnati, oh, yeah. had three chances to win the third game and they lost three in a row at home. The Giants went on to win World Series and that's the story of the Reds.
1: You you sound you sound a little bitter.
0: I mean when you when you've got league MVP Joey Votto Playing in his prime, Joey you've
1: got. Oh wait, no, that's not Joey Bats. It's Bautista. My no, bad.
0: Joey Votto, you've got you've got Jay Bruce playing playing in his prime. You've got all these guys, and not to mention a pitching staff that was nails. Johnny Cueto's. You know he's had he's had Tommy John surgery in the past past year, but at the time he was he was a top two three guy in the National League. It's just depressing.
1: Who uh, was Scott Rowland playing third? That I'm trying
0: to remember now. I can't remember when he retired. He might he might have still been playing third on that twenty twelve team. Um, I remember that team wasn't bad. I know he I know he was in twenty ten. So we'll go to the old almanac here. That that yeah, may that have been
1: when when Todd Frazier came up. Ooh, Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier. Well, the thing too, Kyle, is like I feel like our our teams have also shared players from like or, or like. White Sox would get Todd Frazier. We also got Adam Dunn. We all saw how <laughs> Adam Dunn he could be in pinstripes for the White Sox. Not to mention Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey. I remember watching him play with the White Sox, and that was the coolest thing ever. He He had a hard time getting to second base because he was getting older, but that was still sweet. That was still sweet to watch him play. And he made a phenomenal play. Never forget this. In the 2008 blackout game, game 163 against the Minnesota Twins, he threw a – it was one hopper. A.J. Przitzki scooped it up. Michael Kodair tried to score the go-ahead run uh, to tag it from third. That was that was the play right there. Jim Tomei ended up hitting the home run a couple innings later, and lo and behold, the White Sox won the Central. Then they lost to the Rays the next round. <laughs> so – but hey, you'll never forget that memory.
0: Exactly, that's, that's a that's a pretty cool thing. That was a Griffey, sweet
1: game. Griffey was always my favorite player growing up. So. Oh man! Actually, I saw him hit his six hundred and first home run, in or it was either six oh one or six oh two. It was right after he hit six hundred, and it was at the old Yankee Stadium in their last year. That was that was really cool.
0: That had to have been an awesome moment to see.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I it was part of a baseball trip I went on when I was thirteen. Um, my, my, my parents got it for me for my 13th birthday for that surprise. So we went to Yankee Stadium. Uh, we went to Shea Stadium too. They were both closing at, at that year. And then, um, National's Park was also a part of that. And we we added Baltimore too. And Baltimore is a beautiful stadium. If you haven't been to Baltimore I yet. Have not. Yeah, it, you get you gotta go there. It's a beautiful, beautiful stadium. One thing about Baltimore when I was when I was growing up playing
0: uh, playing baseball games, the old school the old school MVP baseball that was always my favorite stadium. Oh to man,
1: play in. MVP always. So who was your lineup then?
0: I couldn't even couldn't even tell you Barry Bonds, in, unless he was uh, holding out and wasn't on the on the video game. Then they had then they had a guy named uh, man I can't remember his fake name
1: Bobby 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 something. Oh my God, I'm trying to think. Barry Bonds, but he was he was the dude. Barry Bonds was good. I remember the last one I played uh, on the PC. I think A Rod was on the cover. I'm trying to remember my all star lineup I was also kind of that guy that just had all the major leaguers but then it's like all right you're kind of you're kind of cheating here so i had to I had to rain that in um if I had to go with a combination usually Randy Johnson was always on the mound though like you, you gotta go with the big unit um the, the medium unit at that point since you know technically he was playing as a kid uh but um anyway thank you for <laughs> just, oh, just you know subtly going into that um Pete wheeler Pete wheeler was always my leadoff hitter he was the lefty'd bunt he'd make it to first then of course you know you got to go with the goat of all Pablo's uh Pablo Sanchez I mean I that that man I am happy I share a name with that uh fictional character I will tell you that uh you've got a you've got a great name there's a lot of
0: great Pablos out there but that's a good one that's a good one to pick as as the goat definitely
1: the goat of pablo's is there a pablo hall of fame i think we should
0: there's there's going to be now
1: oh well, hey there we go you heard it here first folks so it's gonna happen if
0: if you start the pablo hall of fame you're in the pablo hall of fame i think so. that
1: that that makes sense yeah definitely i'll go with that all right well we're gonna open up a GoFundMe. me um minimum Five ten dollars ten thousand. I don't even know. I don't even know where we're going with this, but we're gonna open something. Yeah,
0: definitely hit hit the GoFundMe. Hit up hit up the uh, Pablo Hall of Fame GoFundMe.
1: Venmo. We'll take yeah. PayPal. Whatever it is. Um, cash App. You know. Yeah, Cash App, Acorns, Robinhood. I think I'm throwing out way too many names right now to to get this all <coughs> in, all these in for free. All,
0: you know, Chase, QuickPay, uh, <laughs> Zelle, West, Western Union. Um. Oh my God. MoneyGram, just whatever it is, cash, straight
1: cash. Also, straight cash is good. You could also pay me Club Penguin currency. You could do that. Bitcoin. Bitcoin. That's that's preferred, a fen- preferred method preferred. Yes, yeah. preferred Bitcoin. Minimum bitcoins.
0: If you've got Bitcoin, just just throw them our way. We'll we'll put that directly into the Pablo Hall of Fame fund. But so. it,
1: actually is the the plural of bitcoin is bitcoin isn't it it's like i i think somebody called me out when i said bitcoins and it's like it's not actually coins like it's just bitcoin and i it, it sounds so weird to say it like that
0: i think that i've just heard the the term bitcoin so often that i think it makes sense that the, that bitcoin is the plural of bitcoin but i haven't said the word bitcoin more than i have in the past 45 seconds
1: so i'm not really sure one bitcoin to bitcoin is it like the way you pronounce it maybe you know like how yeah 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 you put a little little bit of extra
0: emphasis on the coin part
1: coin nice i think we nailed it i think we're getting onto something here too well anyway folks um you've got all of those uh you've got all of those routes at where to where to send for the Pablo Hall of Fame uh featuring Pablo Sanchez so we'll see if he can make some guest appearances. Oh, some more free agents um, that haven't been signed. Going back to that with baseball, Craig Kimbrell, I don't think is has he.
0: Let's Ooh, take a look. Let me ahead.
1: double check. No, he's still he's still out there. And I'm surprised the Red Sox have not given him something. He's 30, and was coming off a solid season too. Of course, winning of course winning the World Series, but he didn't close out. He didn't close out the last game. That was Chris Sale, which, to a certain degree, watching that last out did hurt my heart. Um, were you but... happy for him though? No, yeah, were you of you at course. least a little happy for him. Yeah, no, I'm definitely happy for him. I, I, right. I don't, I don't have this utter rage against Chris Sale. I, I, I honestly, when he cut up his jersey, yeah, it was a little much. But at the same point, I got where he was coming from because the White Sox at the time were not truly looking out for what was best for the organization they were just looking out for sales at that point not hey not chris sale but sales Sales. see yeah Yeah. there we go yeah more more cheesy jokes (laughs) uh we're back we're back for sure i'm a
0: little slow on some of those but that's okay i gotta tell you i'm looking at this craig kimbrell uh wikipedia right here and and this says that he's six feet tall and i'll tell you this much i have met craig kimbrell on many occasion, and he is not six feet tall. So sorry, Craig. If sorry, Craig, if you're listening, but I had to put it out there. You know the truth. Tell tell the people <laughs> the truth. Tell the people the truth.
1: Oh my goodness, Kyle Beachy just throwing it out there, throwing shade. Speaking of throwing shade, actually, with Kyle Beachy, I'm gonna. So I I, I want to talk about this story. I think I bring it up to you from time to time. Kyle Beachy is a subtle savage, but it's hilarious. Uh, The thing, though, about it where it got me was right after wildcard week for the NFC. Oh, yeah, by the way, there's another update. The Bears lost on a double doink. Uh, That's been happening. I thought we were going to,
0: you know, I'm not a Bears fan, but I thought out of respect, I wasn't going to
1: bring that up. Yep. And here we go. So, you know what? I'll bring it up. I'll bring up the story and we'll talk about it just because I've already gotten too deep into it where people are probably wondering what's going on so i see kyle in the break room i walk in and, it, and i'm not gonna like kyle he he has this smirk out of his face and Typical. and i'm just thinking to myself i'm like what's up and, and like i knew i'm like i'm gonna get trolled here if i ask him because i know where he's gonna go but you know what you know what i'm just thinking to myself i'm just gonna be a nice dude i'm just gonna forget all about it and just be like hey kyle what's up how was your weekend he's like it was good. Gives me that smirk again, and then I just look at. It, I'm like, I know where you're gonna go with this too. I just say that, and he's like, No, 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 I'm not gonna say it. You know, uh, and he's like, You know what? Maybe I'm happy just because you know my team won and yours didn't. But you know, what? I'm gonna be a nice guy, and that's it. <laughs> so uh, it was.
0: It was like a, you know, it was, it nice was jab. I mean, was I'm an, not upset at you. It was but... an insult. Without an insult,
1: it was a jab without a jab,
0: and you know I like haven't I
1: tapped out without you hitting me. Basically,
0: you you did, and 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 you know you took it in stride, and I appreciate I appreciate
1: that. Yep. Well, speaking of the Chicago Bears, too, kind of getting um, you know talk a little bit about more NFL talk too. You know, honestly, that was a bit of. I mean, honestly, it was a disappointing thing. The way I see it, though, I am kind of a... I'm a pessimistic Bears fan, if I'm being honest. Um, I unfortunately expected that to happen. The way everything kind of just unfolded, you get the guy who's missed 11 field goals already um, in, in the season has to make this field goal. Lo and behold, he misses it. I mean... You put yourself in that situation. That's not a great one. That's not a great one for sure. No, and and I I feel for you. I do. I really do. That, you know That does not sound genuine at all. No, it I is, know it you is. do not. It is.
0: It is genuine <laughs> because I'm I'm thinking back. I may have a smirk on my face, but I'm thinking about uh back in man, what I don't even I couldn't even tell you what year it was. Pittsburgh Steelers versus Indiana Colts playoff playoff game. It had to be had to have been tw- 2004, 2003, 2004 around there. Uh listen, Pittsburgh had the game one. They've got the ball on the goal line. Jerome Bettis gets the ball. Boom, fumble. Colts pick up the ball. Dude's running. Big Ben somehow tackles him, trips him, whatever. I can't remember the guy's name, but I do I do know he was a defensive back for the Colts and he didn't run that in for a touchdown. Um and then his wife shot him later that off season, oh Shot him in the leg. I'm and not sure if him. he ever played again. But Ugh. Mike Vanderjatt, the kicker for the Colts at the time, uh, one that he earned the nickname from Peyton Manning, Lickered Up Kicker. The Lickered Up Kicker. So, not a deep field goal. Not at all. He misses it by 30 yards. Would have, would you know, at least tied the game, sent it to overtime, Colts have a chance, whatever. But that one, that one hurt. Ugh. It wasn't a double doink. I... And I think to myself, would I rather have my field goal kicker hit the upright or kick it a mile wide? And I don't know. I think I'd rather have him kick it a mile wide because I know instantly that it's that it's not good. If mm-hmm. it, if it's I if it's going to the upright, then you know there's there's a chance it might go in. And that's hard on that's hard on the heart.
1: We all have our sport heartbreaks. We all have them. Sure do. I think the worst one though was 2011. I'm trying to think when it was. It. Yeah. Yep. 2011, Game Five of the Eastern Conference Finals, the Chicago Bulls and Miami Heat. After that rout in Game One, and then LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and, and Chris Bosh. I guess if you can consider Bosh a key player, but they he was one of the original big three. Yeah, he was a big three. I'll give him that, but. Yep, it just that that one was tough. I'll say that that was a that was a heartbreaker. I'm not I'm not gonna
0: go for the joke I was about to say. What are you gonna just I'm, say it now? Uh, <laughs> what what's more of a heartbreaker, that loss or the the heartbreak of the breaking of Derrick Rose's oh. knee?
1: Oh man, that one was tough. 'Cause he was like It was a big resurgence was, from what we've seen this season from He him. was
0: he was the man back in the day. Oh, MVP, absolutely MVP Derrick Rose was unstoppable.
1: Yeah. Too big, too fast, too strong, and just too good, as Stacy King would put it. Um, yeah. I I don't know. Ugh. Great. Now now I'm sad.
0: You know what? We we've, we've been talking all these these old sad stories. What's one of the greatest what's one of your greatest sports memories? Greatest the happiest memories. moments oh, man. of your life?
1: See, there we go. That's what I like. This is I, a good transition. I bet I can come up with one.
0: I bet I can come up with one. So you have it now? This, this, is, this is probably one of your greatest sports moments as far as Chicago Bears goes. Oh, for me. For you. Okay. And one of my greatest sports moments all wrapped in Oh, one. my God. I don't know where you is... going with this, too.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, great, the greatest, like, 30 seconds The, the in opening, Chicago Bo-
0: Bears Super Bowl history. The opening kick when Devin Hester <laughs> ran that kickoff back for a touchdown. I'm like, as a Colts fan, I'm beside myself. I'm like, wh- how can
1: you possibly let this happen?
0: But for you, that had to have been an amazing feeling.
1: Oh, we felt it. Yeah. I remember, um, we were watching the game. Let's see. Yeah. We, during that, during that post season too, we would watch a lot of the games, either at my grandpa's house or my uncle's house and my dad's side of the family. We'd all get together, watch the bears game. Um, I remember we went to my uncle's house then and, the weird thing was though we were watching it on two separate tvs so some people were in the basement and others like we were just like in the kitchen and living room so we were watching the kitchen and the living room and we noticed that we were on like a little bit of or the below in the basement they had a delay so my dad my dad's like all right guys we're just gonna start cheering randomly and then they're gonna think a play's going on like a big play just happened and they eventually caught on but it was just like that, that was that was one of my favorite ones right there
0: so that's a, that's absolutely hilarious i hate it when uh, i've got a group chat with a bunch of my buddies from back home and like one or two of us will be watching a sporting event on like uh you know on on local tv and it'll be probably 10 15 seconds ahead of somebody who's watching it on cable or or dish and it'll be like a full 30 45 seconds ahead of somebody who's streaming it and i hate it when i get a text if i'm streaming a game on the espn app or i'm streaming it through hulu or something and i get a text from one of these idiots telling me what happened and it just it it just ruins that moment for me because seeing a play happen in real time is just there's whether it's good or bad there's no
1: there's no substitute for it. I think, yeah, that's that's not good. Well, when I used to live over by Wrigley Field, I was watching the Cubs-Brewers uh, uh, tiebreak game. And I just, like, seriously, I was five blocks away from Wrigley Field. And I just hear, like, everything erupts. And I'm like, something big must have happened. And then probably five seconds later, it's Rizzo's home run. And I'm like... Yeah! Wow, and and it was—I've never heard a roar that loud, um, you know, from the stadium since. So, but yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's pretty crazy. pretty cool. Pretty cool to yep. feel that. And then the Brewers won. So yep. Oof. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't like I wasn't like disappointed. I mean, I was just like, hey, well, that was a good game. <laughs> right.
0: Right. For a White Sox fan, it's like, oh, ah, yeah, well, yeah, I live, like right I like there good too. Good baseball.
1: So yep. It was nice over
0: over in the Wrigleyville area.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
0: I've had a few good times over there, just a few. Just a few, huh? That I remember.
1: You remember them? That's good. That's of a start. Of course I do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I've I've been over there a few times.
1: Nice, nice. As long as you can remember it. That's 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 the big part. That is the big thing. Oh my goodness! All right. What oh, have got? So yep, but. Baseball's back around the corner. NFL has wrapped up. Uh, the Patriots again, Super Bowl champions. And, well, you know, well, as we were talking about Super Bowl memories, though, too, this one was just it was kind of meh. That's how I felt. I didn't even get to watch, like, most of it. I was out left and right covering a couple of different things that day, but I, I didn't really miss much, even with the commercials.
0: I mean, this this, this year's Super Bowl was not an exciting game it was not there weren't that many great commercials nothing nothing ex- really exciting going on and going in i think a lot of people expected this uh this this high scoring offensive showmanship type game and it was just the exact opposite it kind of reminded me of uh of when the broncos played the panthers a few years mm-hmm. ago and and everybody's everybody's hammering the over everybody's hammering uh, I think you're going to see the Panthers. Yeah. Thinking, thinking this is going to be a shootout and you know, Cam Newton's unstoppable and the exact opposite happens. So it kind of reminded me of that in a sense, but definitely disappointing as a fan to watch, but even more disappointing as a Patriots hater.
1: So then you would agree that this solidifies Brady is the greatest of all time with the Super Bowl win.
0: I think he's been the greatest of all time.
1: Wow, Come from a Colts fan. Yeah, that's, I mean... That's th- bold. To, to me... That's the, brass right there.
0: To me, I, I fancy bold myself... Brass. I fancy myself as an objective sports fan. And again, I say that. I fancy myself that I may be completely off base here, but I have no problem saying that Brady's better than Manning. Wow. Um, if back, back in their heyday when they were going back and forth, I think they were toe-to-toe. But Brady's longevity, his his ability to adjust to the game, Peyton just could never. He could never. Once he got old, he just could never get the get rid of the ball as fast as Brady could. He wasn't as good at at making those quick decisions. Uh, And and Brady is just amazing. He's he's still got a cannon. He fires that thing on those on those five six yard outs all the way to the sideline, and it's it's like it's nothing for him. He's 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 a machine so
1: yeah i have have no problem saying that brady's the goat greatest of all time tom brady you heard it from there kyle beachy folks he has he has put his pride aside and wants to let everybody know that tom brady's the greatest of all time mom
0: don't don't be upset i'm
1: sorry but it's true now you've done it you've done it well again baseball season's around the corner my favorite sport for sure huge sports fan but i gotta say baseball is my favorite one you think about opening day you think about going to the ballpark for the first time in the season you get the smell of like hot dogs you get uh you you know like popcorn peanuts whatever it is oh excuse me sorry i was getting a call um you think of you think of like all those types of things too um and all that what's your what are some of the favorite things like when you walk into a ballpark that you love kyle
0: when, when you're describing that right now, um, it just puts a smile on my face. It makes me – it takes me back to my childhood, first of all, because I used to go to baseball games all the time. Wrigley Field, uh, Comiskey Park, uh, Great American Ballpark. I was even at Riverfront Stadium before they built Great American Ballpark. I actually watched Dion Sanders when he played for the Reds. He scored the game-winning run in the bottom of the ninth. That's something. At Riverfront. Nice. It was awesome. But to me, it just – it just smells like summer, and it smells like, it smells like home. And the greatest, I'll tell you this, the greatest smell I've ever, I've ever felt at a ballpark was in Milwaukee. I've been there one time. I walked in. It's a beautiful park. And I just, the smell just overtook me. It was like beer and brats and, and sweetness all in one. It was, it was baseball.
1: There we go. Well, I'm going to tell you. Ya- not everybody loves baseball parks, Kyle. And I... Granted, this article that I came across was in 2017, but it was very interesting. I was reading about uh, the articles called The 10 MLB Stadiums You Should Never Visit, according to Yelp reviews. And... Uh-oh. The thing was, um, when I was going through it, just some of some of the comments were just... They just kind of came out at me as like, is it the park or is it something specific that you just didn't like or, or whatever it was? So I'm going to start, we'll start with number 10 with Nationals Park in D.C., home of the Washington Nationals. Have you been there? I have. Yeah, that was, that was you know, it was a nice park. I liked it there. And that's the All other right. thing too, actually, I've been to, um, I've been to a few of these parks on the list too, so I could, uh, I could figure things out as we kind of go from here. But anyway, we'll go with uh, we'll go with the Nationals Park from Nucky T. That's this person's name, Nucky. This place sucks. <laughs> Matt's Park is perfect for you if you are a typical DC putz pretending to be something you are not.
0: Wow, that's deep. That sounds like it's that that sounds like a deeply rooted hate, not against the stadium or the team, but against.
1: Yes, that that one's that was a tough one. It's just straightforward. I just love this place sucks, and then they put like the dot dot dot. Nucky
0: then. Nucky went straight for it there.
1: Nucky, that's I I don't think that I don't know if that is even their real name. Like I don't, can't be Nucky. I don't ugh. anyway. Well, here I'll say with Nationals Park again. Enzo Pizza and Club Level, the worst pizza I have ever had. And that includes pizza when in India and Senegal, Africa, which caused huge distress on my human body <laughs> from Joe H. That's that savagery right there. Oh, that man.
0: One. Irritable bowel syndrome and diarrhea are nothing to be messed with, but that made me laugh out loud.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, here we go. We'll move on to Chase Field, Arizona Diamondbacks, Phoenix, Arizona, from Jesse L., Came from Vegas for the Cubs versus Diamondbacks game.
0: I'm glad I'm glad he uh, included the, the teams that were playing that day.
1: Yes. Just making sure, you know, there wasn't an exhibition between random teams or anything. Right. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. For the Cubs versus D-backs, and then in parentheses, fedora game. Got here half an hour before the game and couldn't even get one fedora out of three tickets, including my eight-year-old son, Kind of pissed as we see a lot of adults walking around with three to four hats stacked on their heads. That.
0: Wow. You she did get her fedora. Uh, what's, what's the name on that commenter?
1: Uh, Jesse. You got something for Jesse? Jesse L. Jesse
0: L. Let me Let me tell you this much. If I walked into a baseball field expecting to get a fedora, especially for my eight-year-old, I would get a fedora for my eight-year-old. I mean... I'm with you on that. I agree. Does it warrant a Yelp review against the stadium? I don't think so. Just show up earlier next time.
1: So so do you think they need to order more fedoras like what what do we no, do? No, that's here? one of
0: those team that's one of those team giveaways. First,
1: you know, first 10,000 fans free whatever. First 20,000
0: fans. They're not going to give out 40,000 fedoras.
1: They even get 40,000 people at Diamondbacks games?
0: I don't know. That's probably near that's probably close to the max.
1: Here's a good one. The, and and I, I I don't get it, but, hey, I love that this person put it down. So, Kate K., again, Chase Field, we're going to say here, mm-hmm. one only reason for one star is, quote, or is, oh, sorry, only reason for one star is because I got arrested here for underage drinking years ago. I blame the Diamondbacks for no legitimate reason. Okay. <laughs> Okay,
0: it sounds like she's still drunk. That's the only explanation there.
1: Still bitter. Still bitter. Oh, this one's a good one. All right, we're moving on to the next one. Marlins Park in Miami, uh, home of the Miami Marlins now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Terrible experience. Oh, Joe P. Terrible experience. (coughs) Upon entry, they took our sunscreen. Then they left the roof open so we could burn and get skin cancer. He's getting really in-depth here. But no worries, because it started to rain, so they began to close the roof just as I was comfortable with being burned. Once completely soaked, the roof was finally closed. I returned to my wet seat and had the roof leak the rest of the game. So, you know, that sucks. I feel for this guy here. That's just an unfortunate situation that is, right there.
0: Of of all the fans in the stadium that day, he probably had it the worst.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. Very
0: and, unfortunate.
1: And it's, it's just like, wh- why... As security, why would you take away sunscreen? I mean, maybe if it was an aerosol can, I get that liability. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I would think people might know now to not bring aerosol cans into, like, you know, security screens like that. You can't do it at airports, and I'm pretty sure it's the no. same thing at, at baseball or sporting events.
0: The only thing I'm thinking is is do they, do they have a similar policy to the airports where you have to have – uh, containers that are like less than three ounces. Yeah, I have if you've no got idea. a giant tub of sunscreen, then it, it's, it's a, a no-brainer. Brainer. They're not going to let you pull it in.
1: Well, parks are all over the place. So, oh, here we go. All right, we're moving on to the next one now. Fenway Park. I'm surprised. Here we go. These, so, I'm going to tell you the big, the big name parks are on these lists. These aren't like you know the the lower middle middle tier baseball teams that are here. So, Fenway Park, number seven, uh, home of the Boston Red Sox. Going to Fenway after growing up with the park is sort of like meeting my dead grandfather if Walmart exhumed his corpse and turned it into a cyborg greeter. From Jansen M.
0: All right, Jansen sounds like uh, a lot of kids. He sounds like a lot of kids that I knew back in middle school that listened to uh, My Chemical Romance before I thought they were cool. That's what Jansen sounds like.
1: That's edgy. It's edgy, kids. Now this is another one I feel for this person. Uh, SunTrust Park in Atlanta. Uh, that's Harry, a new stadium. Yeah, that's this a has got to be a
0: fresh review.
1: So Harry S. Harry S. says, "What morons decided to par- uh, put the parking a mile away from the stadium and build buildings next to the stadium? How stupid was Cobb County?" That's from Harry S.
0: Harry S. He's got a problem with Cobb County, and you know what? So do I.
1: That's also an unfortunate way to kind of say someone's first name and initial. I am Harry S.
0: Harry S. what? I don't know.
1: Anyway. Number five, AT&T Park, San Francisco. Let's see what we got here. Oh, this person. This person has a specific one, too. So uh, we'll go with Jess M. Um again, you know, situation here I think could be the park could probably benefit from this one, but I'm still gonna read this one. Having celiac, I went to get a gluten free hot dog, which I didn't I didn't know those existed. You they, learn something new every day.
0: You do learn something new every day, and honestly, Thank I have I have a cousin uh, multiple cousins that, that suffer from celiac, and uh but I did not know that ballparks served Gluten-free, gluten-free buns.
1: In San so. Francisco or California, I would, they the more like, you know, out there type of part That makes more sense. Out there areas. That makes more sense. That makes sense. Well, actually, I've been to AT&T in part two, and they have like a great, great menu. I remember my mom went to get a, a boba drink, and she loved it. So that was something different. Um, But yeah, so went to get a gluten-free hot dog before the game and was told they were out. I was also told that nothing else was gluten-free in the park. Had I known I couldn't eat anything here, I wouldn't have come. My visit here was ruined. Wow.
0: That's a really specific complaint, but honestly, I understand. I can, I can understand. If, if you're looking forward to something, I used to go to Atlanta Braves baseball games, and I would look forward to those pulled pork nachos that you could only get at the one place out in center field. If they didn't have those nachos, I probably would have been a little disappointed, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm siding with a lot of complainers tonight. uh,
1: You're making me seem like the bad guy now, aren't you? I might be doing that on purpose. I'm not sure. How dare you? I see how it is.
0: I just don't like to laugh at other people's pain. That's not true. I love to laugh at other people's pain.
1: I didn't say I was laughing at that. I'm just I just wanted to point something out randomly. Here we go, folks. All right. Well, all right. Moving down the list number 4, Los Angeles, California. Los Angeles Dodgers. Here we go. I I I really like this one. Number 4, and this is coming from Ryan M. The hat shuffle game was a lie. The baseball <laughs> The baseball was most definitely under ball cap number 3. This was independently verified by numerous other fans. However, the promotions lady stated it was under baseball hat number 1, clearly the wrong one. Wow.
0: This is this is get, <laughs> these just keep getting better and better and better. So good. But uh, I, I once again I understand his his frustration. I just would never take the time to write it out on Yelp.
1: Oh my God! All right, we're we're closing in on the top three. Tropicana Field. Shout out to my friend Josh Valentino, who's going to be starting to write for Tampa Bay Rays. He's also he's been on the podcast before. All right, we're moving on to Tropicana Field, home of his uh, Tampa Bay Rays, who he'll be covering. This review is coming from Sabrina A. When I think of Sabrina, I think of the teenage witch. Oh, yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. the teenage witch.
1: Definitely. I think it's her. I think it's <coughs> Sabrina the teenage witch. I'm just going
0: to picture this. As you read it, I'm going to picture Sabrina the teenage witch
1: in so, my mind. Are so, you picturing go for it. me as Sabrina the teenage witch? Is that what you're just saying?
0: No, I'm I'm picturing Sabrina, Sabrina in my mind. <laughs> and then you're going to
1: say it, and I'm going to picture her saying it. All right, well, we'll go with that. Yeah. All right, so from Sabrina, from Sabrina A., We go there every year for Gasparilla Classics Gymnastics Competition, and every single time I ask myself why we come. A cockroach crawled onto one of my gymnasts during the competition. Oh, my God. Whoa. And, of course, I got an offer and killed it. But when I asked for someone to help clean the cockroach carcass, not a single staff member came to my aid.
0: So so let me get this straight. Sabrina's friend had a cockroach crawling on her, so she killed it. And none of the staff members would help her clean it up?
1: Apparently. That's what the Yelp review says.
0: There's multiple
1: things that are wrong in this
0: situation. The customer service is poor, and the cleanliness overall is poor if, if you got cockroaches. But it sounds like Sabrina doesn't belong at a baseball game. That's what I'm gathering. I
1: well, here's the thing, though, too, is that she said she wasn't even there for a baseball game. She said she – we go there – so it says in the, the opening, we go there every year for Gasparilla G- Classics Gymnastics competition. So, all right, they, they have a competition there. So that's something. Hey, I guess the, uh,
0: you know, the building managers are making money. Here we go. This other events. This one's Let's straightforward
1: go. for Tropicana Field again. Gregory L, all caps – BOO! It's like, how many how many O's are in this? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Like, 15. He put, like, 15 O's. Just BOO? Just That's BOO! Just exclamation boo? point. All caps.
0: Oh, man. All what caps. Y- what year was that review from? Is that a recent review? I don't
1: know. They don't, they don't time these, or they don't put this time stamp on it, but it's just BOO with 15 O's in it. <laughs> That's... <laughs> He
0: is clearly frustrated. Uh, let's sorry see. for your sorry for your frustration, Gregory.
1: Let's see Citizens Bank Ballpark. Huh. We'll go with this one. Citizens Bank is that Philly? Yes, it's Philly. Sorry, Philly. Yeah. I've been I've been there. I've been the there Citizens once. Citizens Bank, uh, Philadelphia Phillies. Today at the game, my ten-year-old son and his friends went to the concession stand to buy a drink. When he paid the lady at the stand. Uh, she told him that they did not have change. She took advantage of all the children, and now the Phillies will not get back to me. Carmine A. Ooh, that now that one's that one's rough. That is rough. That's rough. Those,
0: you know, my experience in Philly was a lot like that, though. I didn't I didn't have any change taken from me or anything stolen, but I feel like if anyone. If any of the Philly fans had had the chance to take advantage of me, they would have. The Philly fanatic? I'm not saying the Philly fanatic would have taken advantage of me, but I'm not saying he wouldn't.
1: Dun-dun. <gasps> Dun-dun. All right, last one. Wrigley Field. Home of the Chicago Cubs. The
0: Friendly Confines. We'll
1: read all three of these because they all pretty much relate to the same thing. And they're the, the first two are pretty short. So Scott A. Smells like urine. It smells like urine. There that, you Scott go. Scott A doesn't smell like urine. That was his. <laughs> that was Scott his comment. His no, comment. Scott A, yes. if you're listening to this too, and no, it's you. You do not smell like urine. That's just what he said. Said. Scott A, we apologize if you were offended, but
0: we're not saying that you smell like urine.
1: Yes. All right, James M. In all caps. Um. Okay, and then it just goes with regular lower caps. Yeah, this place still smells like urine. <laughs> Wait, was that a response to Scott? <laughs> no, it's or just, just another like one. <laughs> on its
0: own, another urine comment. I've been to Wrigley lots of times. I don't necessarily remember a urine smell, but I do remember it wasn't the greatest facilities.
1: Oh, uh, and then no he offense. says that is all. Carry on. James M. Alright, here we go. Now I will. This one's a little
0: bit longer. We got a little bit a uh, little bit more length to this complaint.
1: Yes, it is. It is for a certain degree the same type of complaint, but they go really in depth. So this is Carrie H talking about Wrigley Field. The the top one, my nightmare. Wrigley Field is a giant urinal surrounded by the world's worst humans to actually get into your seat takes an effort similar to what Frodo Baggins had to go through for that ring. Why? Why do people do this? Wow. Wow. <clears throat> I got to be honest, I
0: love the Lord of the Rings was reference. It was good. Really I love good. the reference, but man, as as one of those patrons that may have been there on that day, I am offended. You hurt
1: a little bit. This hurt you right? right Because I
0: I contributed to this guy's misery apparently, or
1: you know I could have. Carry age, my goodness. Well, and and that's what kind of closes out too. Actually, for um, let's see if I go there. It is. So um, for honorable mention, my my team did not make it, but I want to throw the White Sox in there anyway. I found this one on TripAdvisor. This is a one star. There's a one-star, which, according to TripAdvisor, is uh, the terrible rating. So they –
0: Yeah, one-star's not good. One-star's
1: not, no. Um, Overall, though, it's got a good rating. Uh, 409 people ranked it excellent. So I just wanted to see, since there were specific comments, I wanted to see what the terrible ones were. And lo and behold, I found some very specific things. So um, we do not get this person's name, but their username is J2207. T N T B R I A N D. So we're just gonna go with that. I'm not gonna say it again. Uh, their subject line is "Stay away from the foot footlong hot dogs." And uh, strapping for this one, Kyle. This one's long. I'm ready. I'm strapped. In. All right. Story. My son and I were very excited <laughs> to see footlong hot dogs at Guaranteed Rate Field. My youngest got pizza, while my oldest and I hurried to the footlong hot dog cart. Quote Comiskey hot dogs. We got to Chicago style and headed back to our seats. My bun was so stale that you could taste the staleness, and it kept falling apart because it was so stale. So spoiler alert, he had a stale bun. Um, it was a total disappointment. I went back to the boots to complain, but they had already closed. I looked online for a Comiskey hot dog company. There is no such thing. It's something in the ballpark that uh, is providing, but maybe they don't sell enough for the footlongs to keep the buns fresh. I don't know. But I will never have one again.
0: That's quite the quite the review slash complaint right there. He's he's almost perplexed by the fact that there isn't actually a Kamiski hot dog company, because almost Just anybody Apple. anybody almost anybody that's ever been to a professional sporting event knows that the vendors all have like theme names, like fake theme names. Mm-hmm. So. He's a little confused, but at the same time, a hot any type of hot dog, whether it's foot long or regular size, is not going to be great with a stale bun. Feel for you there, buddy.
1: See, I am going to tell you this is what you got to do. I maybe it's just because this is the route that I always go with. I've I think I don't think I've ever gotten one of those Comiskey foot longs. I mean, they look good because you get a Chicago style hot dog, but the ones I always go with, I always go with the Vienna beef, uh, and you got to get grilled onions on it mustard on it Absolutely. that's what i love you gotta get those i'd usually get two but now since it's like six twenty-five or 650 a hot dog which is ridiculous um yeah i'm not gonna get two anymore but still get one it's charred it's so good you get those good grilled onions and that that's what i gotta go with so i'm gonna say that long that guy's long username you're doing it wrong you got to go to the Vienna beef uh, line to get those good hot dogs. Those are good. They're succulent. They're juicy. Got to love it.
0: My mouth is watering at your description of the hot dogs. Cause I haven't had a good ballpark hot dog in a long time. I didn't make it to a game last summer no, and man. I'm just now realizing that I think that's the first summer in my entire life. I haven't been to a major league baseball game.
1: Nothing was the same,
0: not including the first, I think I was six when I went to my first game. So not including that, but, um, I'm going to make up for it plenty this year with, with a trip down to see the old Peoria Chiefs uh, like go. every single weekend. So We got them here. Yeah, we do. And you know what? The great thing about minor league baseball is uh, they got dollar dog nights all the time. So whatever dollar, dollar dog night is, I'm sure it's not going to be the high-quality Vienna beef that you're used to. But I bet they got mustard.
1: They do. I, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb. And believe that they, in fact, probably do have mustard.
0: And mustard is a staple on a hot dog. I will agree with you there.
1: Do you like ketchup? Uh, I, it,
0: if it's got ketchup on it, I'm gonna eat it. But I'd rather have like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with a mustard, a Dijon, or a spicy mustard, Ooh, if possible. Get, you're
1: fancy. Here. And, and then I'm gonna pecan. go with.
0: Oh yeah, I'm gonna go with the with the with the grilled onions, the grilled peppers, and pickle.
1: a boy. Big I time pickle sad. guy. So I'm not a tomato guy, but I will have my tomatoes on my Chicago dog. Like, I don't know what it is, but I love tomatoes. Now I'm getting hungry thinking about that.
0: I don't know that I've ever had a dog with tomato
1: on it. Oh, honestly. man, you're missing out. There. Well, Portillo's is right around here, man, so you got to go snag that up. So That's Never been to Portillo's. Wow. Whoops, I'm showing my age here. Yep, a ripe old age. Kyle, how old are you again? I'm 30. He's 30, folks kyle is 30 and i am 23 soon to be 24 this year though but that's a side note well is that
0: yep that comes after 23
1: you got it yeah see i i know math well we've been we've been talking for a little bit kyle this is this solid we're a little over an hour thanks for those who've been keeping up listening as kyle and i just kind of banter on and stuff like that kyle what else is on your mind right now man what's going on in the sports world Man, this
0: is this is non-sports related, and oh, I hate here we go. to bring it to you. I hate to bring it to you, but it's
1: on my mind. Again, you sound so genuine when you because, say you hate to bring it up.
0: Because it's I I do hate it. Because at the same time, this is something that I love. It's it's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> but a lot of people are going to judge for it. You know what? And it's The Bachelor. It's oh. Bachelor season. Bachelor season's here. The Bachelor Colton. He's from Washington, Illinois. It's not that far from where we are. And that's you know true. What? He was here last weekend. Not last weekend, the weekend before. He oh, he, took, and you redid the photo he that a, he did. He took a picture. He posted it to Instagram at Zion Coffee. Shout out Zion Coffee. Yes, They're the best. That's Those the guys place are right awesome. Uh, he took a picture. He posted it on his Instagram. Got a million likes. I took the exact same photo the next day. Posted it to my Instagram. Got like 92 likes. I'm, it's pretty good, right? But it's Bachelor season, um, so I'm gonna I'm going Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw out my top three girls, All right. top three girls on the Bachelor. I'm gonna do a little description. So Colton is this dude. He is he is. This is Bachelor recap for people that don't listen to the Bachelor. <laughs> Colton is a virgin. He went to ISU. He played football. He played in the NFL. On 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 a couple practice squads for for a few years, long enough to make a little bit of money. He's got a he's got a uh, a foundation, Colton's legacy. He helps out some kids. It's pretty cool, but he, the girls are what we're here for, right? The girls. And my number one is Hannah G. Hannah G. is a cute blonde. She she's she's sweet. She's un she's unassuming, and she doesn't start. She doesn't start drama with any any of the other girls, and when you're watching The Bachelor, you watch it for the drama. But the ones that create the drama are not the ones that win The Bachelor.
1: But but doesn't that doesn't that make the show kind of like watered down if there's no drama? Well, I'm not saying the other girls yes. don't don't make it dramatic, but she doesn't. So I she don't doesn't. Know. Okay, so
0: she's gonna sneak into that final four for sure, guaranteed. She's gonna sneak in there because they've got a good rapport. You can see it in their eyes.
1: Is it is it fair to call her a sleeper in this case? Well, not to the point of where we're getting at, but you know what I'm saying. Is she is she I under the get, radar? I, <laughs> <laughs> she she's under the under radar. radar. There we go.
0: But <laughs> she's not under the sheets because Colton's a virgin. You know he doesn't do that. My other my other my other uh, top ones here. We got Kaylin. She's 23. Former Miss North Carolina. She's she's already been into a decent sized beef with another with another Hannah, different oh, Hannah, Hannah B. They were both in the Miss America contest contest at the same time. They were former roommates at that contest. And uh, Kaylin made it a little farther. Hannah didn't like that. They got into beef. Makes for good entertainment, good, solid entertainment. But she's she's nice. Um, she's obviously good looking. They all are. That's what the show's about, whatever. And then uh, the last the last one is Demi, and you know what? Demi had no problem going out there and saying right from the first day that uh, you know what, Colton Colton is a virgin, and she's okay with that. But she likes she likes a man that knows what he's doing. If you know what I mean. Wow. So
1: that's something.
0: I don't think the podcast has ever gotten to this no, point. No, I don't. I doubt it has. But Demi, Demi's out there. She's out there to stir up trouble. She she's out there to uh, to you know, talk a little garbage here and there. She's not afraid to speak her mind. She makes it a good show. I don't think she's going to win, but, you know.
1: So what is it about the show that's so appealing? What do you like um, about it? I like
0: the drama, but, but the, the thing, thing that I love the most is to just, like, sit there and make comments and laugh and, and laugh at people's expense. Because they, the way that they produce this, they, they, make, they make these girls, like, out to either be a sweetheart or a monster. There's no in-between. So you laugh at both because some will do the stupidest stuff just to, like, do something sweet for Colton who they get to spend, like, 12 minutes of their life with. And then they're, 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 like, doing these one-on-one diaries referring to this man that they're dating. And I'm just like, you're not dating him. There's, like, 30 girls here. You you go on a date with him, but there's 12 other girls with you. That doesn't count. You can't say you're dating this man. So it's, it's just funny. Also. You're getting heated right now. I can see I, it. I get into it. I get into it. And. <laughs> Uh, here's kind of why almost two years ago now I went to a bachelor audition in Chicago I didn't get picked ah I made a video I sent the video in
1: this I, is some deep stuff I is, didn't
0: oh. I didn't get picked and I've kind of held it against the bachelor ever since then I I went on a on a short a short streak of uh, you know I'd I, do you like boycott, boycott it? Boycotted The Bachelor, but then I got dragged back in, uh, and here we are, and here we are. Kyle. So that's your update. That's what you got. All uh, right. Moving on. All right. I know you're going to tune in now. You're going to watch. You're going to watch the show from here on out,
1: and this, you've got me to thank for that. This so. is the content that the people want right now. This is this is some. You know
0: what? It may not be the content they want, but it's the content they
1: need. Whoa. That's that's strong right there. That's like JFK esque right there. Don't ask don't ask what the bachelor can do for you but what you can do for the bachelor. Is that is that's that exact that's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs>
0: bachelor <laughs> Nation. Hashtag Bachelor Nation. Here we go.
1: Oh my God! Do you own the rights to that hashtag, though? Are I, we gonna get? I don't. Am I gonna get monetized for something like that? Or? You're not
0: going to, but you may get a shout out from Hashtag Bachelor Nation. There's a Bachelor Nation Instagram and all that all that stuff so. out there. So
1: maybe I'll just put hashtag bash, #Hashtag Bachelor Nation when I <clears throat> when I like send out the episode for this and. Maybe we'll get some more followers from there. That'll be something. You never know. We can and name it the hashtag Bachelor Nation episode.
0: We so. could. We could. I and know. I guarantee that uh, when we started this podcast, the over-under on minutes we were going to spend talking about The Bachelor was at about 24 seconds, and you would have <laughs> hammered the under, but
1: <laughs> sometimes you're just you are just surprised. Just like the past Super Bowl, too. Just Ooh. like that.
0: Sometimes, sometimes you get too soon? what you're not ready for.
1: Too soon or not soon enough?
0: uh i got the same reaction
1: i think we're yeah. we're at about that point we are at about that point all right well uh we have been here for a little over an hour my goodness but it has been a phenomenal time talking to kyle beachy again um, one of my great coworkers at um week um all he's also on the heart of illinois abc side uh, dishing the great, great stories out there, all the the hard news, things like that. What's going around in the Central Illinois area? Kyle is there most of the time. Uh, most well, you, of the time, yep. You'll you'll get to see him at uh, those big stories. So again, always great, uh, Kyle. So what I always ask people: Did you have fun?
0: Oh, I had a great time. Had a blast. What's your favorite thing? Thanks for thanks for having me. Uh, my right,
1: my favorite thing is is
0: is remembering okay. having those memories, those sports memories. Especially Even though we talked about some some sour sour things, but
1: you're looking me dead in the eyes. Um, he says he says that like dead in the eye, folks, I, and like he's he's like subtly bragging. I'm like, not about I'm that. not subtly
0: bragging. <laughs> I'm smiling because I had such a great time with you talking to you and doing this podcast. But in my heart, I feel because I feel like we're we're kind of on the same trajectory as far as yeah. sports fandom goes. So. I think we've got those, those we're big sports fans. We love those memories, but some of those memories aren't that great.
1: That's true. Well, you know what? I will end it right there. Um, you know what there's uh with Valentine's day coming up romance is in the air, but I'll say right now, bromance is in the air right now for this episode. Hey, so we'll leave it at that folks. Kyle, thanks again for being on the show. I uh, loved having you. Um, again, thank you everybody. The podcast is back. We're going to be coming out with a little bit more of a consistent schedule uh, so keep staying, uh, keep staying on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those things, too. If you got something to drop on the voicemail, too, for Google Voice, go ahead and give us a call at 312-899-6875. Once again, this is Pablo Iglesias here reminding you, folks, thanks again for listening to another great episode of the podcast and also to make today the best day of your life.